Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Lots of things are happening in the gambling world. If you don't believe me, turn on your TV or hop on the internet and you'll see a new story about a new casino or a new sports book opening up in your area. And when we want to find out what's going on in the gambling world, we turn to our friends at Better Collective. Coming up on the show, we're going to hear from Adam Small. Adam's been on the show many times before and he's going to give us the latest on the gambling world. Whether it be about advertising or new markets opening up, Adam's got the lowdown on everything that's happening in the gambling industry. When we come back, Adam Small from Better Collective is going to join us. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace, with 210 as little as $85. Water heater breakdown nearly $1,800, with 210 as little as $85. AC breakdown $2,500 with 210 as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-580-7703. 800-580-7703. That's 800-580-7703. Call now to get two months free. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and 
and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50 to one shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100 to one shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. Lots of things are happening in the gambling world, whether it's media deals or new states getting ready to launch sports betting. It seems like something's happening every day. And as always, when we want to get the latest in the gambling world, we turn to our friends from Better Collective. And this week we have a returning guest. In fact, he's been on the show so many times that I've lost count. From Better Collective and USBets.com, it's always great to welcome back Adam Small. Adam, thanks for coming back on. It is always great to be here, and I uh, appreciate that uh, that intro I'm remembering back to, uh, gosh, it was probably like five years ago now when I started coming on this show, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I would basically come on every month at that time, and now we have kind of a rotating cast because we're a bit of a bigger organization yeah, now, yeah, but yeah. Um, I've definitely, uh, I'm definitely well well in excess of probably what, like uh, I, I, 20 we, or 30 visits. I don't know. Time. We we need an official count. I don't. I just don't know. But uh, but actually, it was great to see you. We we uh, saw each other at SBC Summit North America in New Jersey last week, and uh, I th- we were talking. And uh, the last time we actually saw each other and were together at a conference was the East Coast Gaming Congress in Atlantic City, <laughs> the day Atlantic City allowed sports betting. So uh, it was uh, quite a while back. Perhaps a couple of things have changed since yeah. then, uh, in our space, but yeah, that, that was, uh, I mean, I remember the day incredibly well, because uh, I had plans to go to that conference, it's the only time I ever went to that one, and uh, and then, you know, Paspa went down, and it ended up being that, like, the exact day of the conference, that uh, yeah. that was when Monmouth Park was uh, was launching their sports book, their in-person sports book, it was about a month later that online began, but uh, a bunch of people that attended the East Coast Gaming Congress then drove up to Monmouth Park, which I think is, what, a couple hours away? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and we're also there for that. We actually, um, on that same trip, John Brennan inked his contract with me to come and work for us. Um, he's still working with us today, which is great. And um, and I remember that he specifically, he was still doing some other freelance work and was covering the conference and then drove up to Monmouth Park as well. And a bunch of people did that. And... Uh, that was a crazy time. I mean, that was the beginning of kind of everything that's happened since. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of excitement. I think a lot of uncertainty about where things were headed. If state legislatures would, you know, get on board. Obviously, we already had. I think West Virginia had done their thing at that point, but um, not. And Pennsylvania had worked it into their like big gambling legislation, but there wasn't a whole lot of um, certainty about. You know, we didn't know about states like Indiana, Tennessee, Colorado, certainly about New York and, and uh, Arizona and, you know, some of the stuff that's happened more recently. So um, it was really the beginning of a lot. I remember sitting with you and Doug. Uh, I'm being long-winded here, but no, no, uh, go ahead. <laughs> sitting with you guys and having a beer at that conference, and we were all just kind of like, 
looking forward to seeing what was coming in the next uh, the next few years, and and now it's been four years, and let's just say it, it hasn't been boring. Yeah, I, I, we were sitting down, we had a beer, and then I think we went to a conference or something like that, or a, a talk. And forty five minutes later, it came over Twitter that Borgata had started taking bets. So that was the weirdest thing yeah. ever. But you know, you know, when we were talking about it at uh, the uh, conference, you know. I walked around and I saw the panel subjects and I was like, boy, things have really changed since we last saw each other. And I mean, all the sports betting and iGaming conferences, all all about marketing and how much the media has become involved in the gambling landscape. I mean, how much has the media become involved in the gambling landscape and the marketing field? I mean, you're directly in it. You do a lot of that work. How much has the media and gaming really gotten involved with each other? Well, it's been huge. Um, And this was an area that I I definitely would have predicted even back then, at least on some level, that, um, you know, mainstream media and just kind of like media with a a broad scale audience was going to really pick up the uh, pick up the tail on this and move with it. Uh, and the reason being that just a lot of times they don't have enough to talk about mm-hmm. yeah. as it is. And so they're <laughs> almost like manufacturing news or manufacturing ideas of what to cover. And this is something that lots and lots of people are interested in. So if I'm a local, a local newspaper somewhere and I've got a sports page, of course I'm going to want to cover betting. And maybe there was reluctance by the owner of the paper to do that in the past or, or reluctance to really feature it. And now I think it's just pretty clear that this is a mainstream activity yeah. and that it's accepted. It's certainly in much of the country. And so um, that kind of coverage has really picked up. There's been a lot of of um, obviously growth in the affiliate space, including what we do with Sports Handle and US Bets and some of our other sites. There's been a lot of growth in the mainstream media partnering with affiliate space, Mm -hmm. as you've seen Better Collective do deals with uh, NJ.com, which they're no longer doing, but... um, NJ.com, you know, continues to provide sports betting coverage. We we have a deal with New York Post where we provide via the Action Network uh, sports betting coverage very regularly. We've got a deal with Affiliate Inquirer, and uh, and so you're seeing uh, major publications actually partner with affiliates yeah. in many cases in the U.S. Um, but then you're also seeing others like uh, I mean CBS is just kind of starting to produce their own affiliate content and and uh, see if they can you know, be a part of that whole game. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on and I think it's, I think it's no surprise. This is an opportunity for media. The sports betting operators still lose money. Uh, you know, like all of them, yeah. at least, yeah. at least over here in the States and, and, uh, the ones that make money overseas that really make money have been pretty reluctant to really go on a major push and the U.S. probably because they don't like losing money. They like making money. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, on the media side, you know, you just got an opportunity to be profitable right away. I sure. said, you know, um, you know, Jason Robbins is uh, is a lot wealthier than I am uh, on paper. But, you know, the companies I've started have made a lot more profits. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga returns this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. At the conference, you were part of a panel, and I want to get the uh, title of the panel right, Mastering Digital Marketing Data Content and Experience. And uh, when we talk about digital marketing, what do you mean? I mean, it seems like that term covers a lot of potential outlets. Are we talking about social media outlets like Facebook and Twitter? Does that cover streaming media? I mean, right now we're talking on the radio, but we're also on a streaming television platform. When we talk about digital marketing, what are we referring to? 
It's a good question. I think that it's a term that hasn't been fully hashed out in terms of how people use it. So like you, I hear it in a broad number of, of, uh, of different <laughs> definitions, I guess. Uh, the way I look at digital marketing is it's basically taking the function of marketing, which is effectively trying to bring new users to a product, um, and, uh, and just all of the, uh, online, all the online efforts to do that. So it can be a wide variety of things. I mean, if you Google a product that you want to buy and you find, uh, in search, you'll probably see a bunch of results for that product. And maybe the first ones you see are actually paid ads, like where Amazon, uh, you know, is paying, they, they've got a, a cost per click search team that's paying Google for those spots above the organic search results. And then below that, you might see the exact same thing from Amazon at number one in the organic search results. So they're paying for an ad spot and they're number one in organic. Um, so those are two different forms of digital marketing. Another would be social media, as you said. Others would be purchasing of online ads, just like the kind of stuff that uh, you see just when you're visiting some content website and you see ads there. Uh, there's something called retargeting, which is uh, sometimes you viewed a product and then later you're surfing the web and you see ads for that same product where, uh, <laughs> you know, there are these <laughs> networks that basically tell uh, ad servers what you've been looking at and try to serve you those same uh, products and ads again later on. Mm -hmm. All this stuff for me falls under the umbrella of digital marketing. The, uh, the spot that that I fill in it and my groups fill in it is, uh, is really organic search. That's what we focus on, um, content marketing and organic search, where we are basically attempting via publication of content to rank for relevant search terms in Google and, uh, and, you know, produce, produce revenue and customers for our partners. Um, so we do quite a bit of that. We do, we do other things. I mean, we, you know, what, I, what I'm doing right now, you know, where we're, we're talking about our products is a form of marketing, but sure. the main thing we do is, is organic search. It occurred to me during one of the meetings my brother and I were having because the radio show, we have a house of cards and turnpike sports. We were having a, um, a, a meeting with one of our advertisers, which is a sports book, but they also were a streaming television network. And one of the offers we promote is if you sign up with the sports book, you get a month free uh, of the television streaming service. The sports book said we're doing great with the sports book, but the television side said we're outperforming everyone with regard to people signing up for their TV platform because people were using our code to sign up with subscriptions to the TV side. And we don't even run commercials for their TV side. I mean, I mean, they were thrilled and they said, we don't know what you're doing, but keep it up. And I was just thinking, okay, we're not even targeting people for their television side. We don't run any advertising for their television side. And we're trying to figure out, you know, it's a great compliment when you say, I don't know what you're doing, but keep it up. But it's not a, it's not a real marketing plan we can use. So it's not, a, it's not actionable. So yeah, going forward, I, I know they want us to keep doing what we're doing, but going forward, I mean, do marketers and affiliate marketers have to take into consideration, you know, maybe more than the sports book, maybe the, yeah. the tentacles that come out of the sports book is another source to make money with. Absolutely. And uh, the people that we have now that run our commercial team, which is kind of just our really our business development team uh, at Better Collective, that's a team that's growing really quickly just as the needs keep piling up. 
uh, between all our properties. And, and that's something that they really have to take into consideration when doing these ad buys or affiliate deals is, you know, what are all the various ways that we are serving our partners and can serve our partners? Uh, on the one hand, you can look at it as, you know, making sure that we try to get paid for all the different ways they benefit from working with us. And that's definitely an element of it from our side. But another element of it is just making sure that we're giving them everything we can be giving them uh, from a from a marketing standpoint that, you know, if they have various products and various ways to be reached that benefit them, that we're not just focused on one, like registering for their online sports book, for example. I think uh, a good thing that a good way to kind of take us back a few years is to look at when online gambling first launched in New Jersey. This is 2013. Yeah. Um, something that I always believed in strongly uh, well before that all happened was that a big benefit of bringing online poker, which is what I was focused on at the time, but also you know these other online products to these casinos, is that as you are start tying them into the rewards programs, as you know Caesars, I understand, has done very effectively, for example. Um, that you can start tying online play into uh, into real life rewards that people already understood, um, whether that's you know buffet comps or free nights or whatever. I think free nights would be the one that makes the most sense, just because ultimately bringing someone into a property is is the most profitable thing, as I understand it, that a casino can do. Like that, they have a lot more value to just getting someone to come stay the night there than they do mm-hmm. to getting them to play a little bit online or, or you know, anything like that. So what they really want is to get people in the door when possible. And uh, and it seemed like these online casinos and, and poker sites, while they could produce revenue on their own, could also be very effective at getting people more integrated with their entire product line and, and bringing them into their more profitable areas like, you know, casino visitation. So I, I always thought um, that made a lot of sense and, and kind of ties into what you're saying there with, you know, connecting the products. I think, you know, you've, you've got a varying, uh, various lines of, of uh, you know, the threads that this could go in our space. You've yeah. got something like Fubo, Fubo Gaming that, you know, very clearly has something kind of like what you're describing. I don't know if that's the vendor you were talking to or not. You don't need to say, of course, but, um, you know. They, I'm not going they, to uh, comment. <laughs> They've got a they've got a TV service, and clearly, um, you know, they they have more things that they're interested in signing people up for beyond uh-huh. just gaming. Um, if you're FanDuel and DraftKings, you've been running DFS for years and been benefiting via the cross marketing to your other product lines. Uh, now that they have sportsbook and and ultimately the best product line for them, which is online casino, um, obviously in, in the handful of states that allow it for now. Uh, but you, you know, we're seeing that around the industry in various ways, places that have live casinos that they can bring people into those places that have other, other verticals they can make money off. And I think, uh, it's, you know, it's an area where you, you might see struggles on some level, even from market leaders like, like FanDuel that, um, you know, they don't have enough outside of their online products to, uh, to really capitalize on with these user bases, it might be something that you see them attempt to change. Maybe Flutter will buy some online you know, or some yeah, right. casino company. Maybe Flutter buys, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just speculating, but uh, I could see that happening as they realize that there's a lot of synergies to owning brick and mortar properties. And you see like BetMGM on the other hand, um, you know, very closely tied into real life casinos and rewards and, and probably benefiting from that. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. 
With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same gay parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older, and in New Jersey, the place of bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-299-1132-800-299-1132-800-299-1132-800-299-1132. Get ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker app. For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500. With 210, as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-580-7703. 800-580-7703. That's 800-580-7703. Call now to get two months free. 
Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of July 25th, 2022. According to the American Gaming Association, online poker and online casinos generated a combined $406.4 million in revenue in the month of May. The May revenue figure represents more than a 30% increase year over year for those industry segments. Overall, May 2022 was the best month of May ever for commercial gambling in the U.S. and only second to March of this year for the industry top mark. Caesars Entertainment announced that their new World Series of Poker Room and Caesars Sportsbook will be opening in the fall at Caesars New Orleans. The 5,000-square-foot poker room will have 20 tables and will be located next to the 5,700-square-foot sportsbook on the property. The new poker room and sportsbook are part of the $325 million transformation and rebrand of the property. And finally, speaking of poker, if you're traveling in Kentucky in the fall, you might want to stop at Chris Moneymaker's new poker room. In June, the World Series of Poker champion received a business license under the name Moneymaker Social Club to operate in the Bluegrass State. While no opening date has been announced, the room plans to have eight tables with room for more. If any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The House of Cards Gaming Report is brought to you by Fubo Sportsbook. Get in the game with Fubo Sportsbook. Fubo Sportsbook is designed to meet the U.S. sports fans' growing demand for interactivity. You can use their Watching Now feature to view wagering content based upon what you're streaming on Fubo TV, even as you change the channel. And now new customers get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 plus a free month of Fubo TV when you sign up at FuboSportsbook.com with promo code WATCH. W-A-T-C-H. That's promo code WATCH when you sign up to get your first risk-free bet up to $1,000 at Fubo Sportsbook, plus a free month of Fubo TV. Sign up, then sync up to enjoy one of the most unique and personalized sports experiences in the market today. Watch, wager, and win with Fubo Sportsbook. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with it. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. How much does the gaming industry, do you think, depend on social media? We mentioned social media before. And walking around the SBC conference, I, I saw a bunch of panels about it. I, I want to read you some of the panels I saw. One was called What Betting Brands Are Performing Best on Google. Another one was called Influencer Versus Affiliate Marketing. And then one discussion was called, I'm, I'm probably going to screw this up, Micro Betting and the TikTok tiktokification of sports i mean it, it oh, seems God. yeah i know I, was like, I, I didn't know what the hell that was that i mean word yeah. Steve. <laughs> that's one big word they had tiktokification <laughs> but I, I mean I, obviously it's becoming important but how important is it to the gaming industry and especially for affiliate marketing for the you know the making money for the gaming industry do do they have to depend that much on social media yeah, I mean, they do. And, and the reason they have to is just because that's where people's eyes are. Yeah. So, you know, you want to get new customers or you want to get people's attention. 
that's where you got to be because yeah. I mean I don't have the exact numbers, but I I'm sure it's you know a huge percentage of Americans and people everywhere whose eyeballs are on social media for at least some decent number of minutes per day, and uh, that's just a way to get in front of them. Uh, you send people emails, and guess what people do with them? You know they just they just hit the delete button. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's first thing I do every morning, and I bet it's the first thing you do too, <laughs> yeah, right. or a lot of people do, is uh, I go through and delete like a hundred emails that yep. I've gotten overnight. Like I just and I don't look at them really. I just kind of like make sure they're not from anyone that I actually want to read email from, and then I <laughs> and then I delete them all, and I end up with like three emails that I actually want to read in the morning every day. So um, you, you know, this is the problem with the email is it's just oversaturated, right? But if you can effectively target on social media and get yourself in front of people who are looking and engaged, uh, you can do a lot better with that. And it's a big part of the reason that you see a lot of like stuff that kind of seems like nonsense on social media from uh, from sports books, uh, like you know, uh, post your favorite baseball moment or you know, whatever, you know, just like yeah. stuff that's designed to get people to respond to it. It's not because they actually want to have a conversation about what was the greatest home run of all time or whatever. It's uh, it's because they want you uh, looking at and thinking about their name. So <laughs> the more they can keep you responding and engaged with them, uh, the more their name sticks in your mind mm-hmm. over time. Uh, it's a battle for your attention and for ubiquity in a sense. And uh, and it's it's really key to their efforts. There's just nothing else out there quite like it. Now, does that mean that I think that every conference needs to have, like, 20 <laughs> panels that, you know, just scramble up every buzzword imaginable? Um, yeah. Vertical integration of social media, TikTokification, or, you know, whatever. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think that's necessary. Sometimes I think these panels are a little ridiculous. But, um, you know, for the most part, I yeah. think SBC does a pretty good job of getting relevant stuff out there. Now, the last time you were on the show, I think it was the week when New York launched their mobile sports betting. And, you know, obviously they became the number one sports betting market in the country. And and not only that, they were already the number one media market in the country. The launch of New York had a huge impact on the sports betting industry in this country. Did the New York launch also have a huge impact the way sportsbook operators and the gaming companies market themselves? I mean, it is the marketing capital of the world. Do they take ideas from New York and just redo the way they market themselves? It's interesting. Um, I don't I don't think that's necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, New York has certainly changed just the national perception of, of where sports betting is headed. I think that there was a period of time of about, let's say, three years after PASPA went down, where the view was widely among industry insiders that all four of the four biggest states were were always long shots until they could happen. I think everyone would have said, oh, 10 years from now, yes, most of those states will be online. But, um, you know, in the next three years, it's going to be tough. And it always just seemed tough. And the fact that New York happened, um, that it's, you know, kind of the cultural and economic capital of the United States in a lot of ways, uh, to me, I think it was was a bit of a, a, you know, just a seismic land shift, Mm -hmm. even if, um, you know, it hasn't, I don't think, like, change that much of like what the industry is doing i just think it's brought more people from outside the industry to the view that this is a very mainstream activity now and it can be treated as such in the media and in marketing campaigns and and so on and so forth uh, new york industry is is troubling in some ways and in that 
you know, there were only nine operators authorized there. Um, some of them are going all out, like FanDuel, who's really crushing that market now. Caesars was going all out at the beginning, and then they pulled back a lot. I mean, their boat was a $3,000 bonus offer to, or a $3,000 risk-free bet or whatever to <laughs> sign up when you first went there. That's pretty crazy. Uh, you saw some major operators who wanted to be in that space um, and upcoming operators like Fanatics not get in at the time. Uh, and I think that's that's a bit problematic that um, you know, they've gone this route where a bunch of major players are not in, or at least some major players are not in at all, and uh, and that the tax rate is so high that operators are actually starting to pull back on their promotions and say, um, you know, we actually are going to have better bonus offers in other states and not offer bonuses at all in some cases in New York. I think that's uh, what at least BetMGM has done for a time. Uh, that, that's very concerning that... Mm-hmm. Like if, if we start to see product differentiation in a negative way from state to state, uh, a lot of people predicted that about Pennsylvania, by the way, years ago when they were set to launch that because the tax rates were so high that you'd see negative product differentiation there. It didn't really happen much in Pennsylvania, but it is starting to happen in New York. Um, and, and there we've got a tax rate that's even higher, uh, you know, over 50 percent versus 36 percent in Pennsylvania. And you don't have a complimentary online casino product in New York like you do in Pennsylvania. So um, I'm just not sure that, uh, like, I realized that New York was kind of trying to go to the limit on what they could get for state revenue there. Yeah. I think they might have gone a little too far with that, and and there's going to be some backlash to that and possibly even a revisiting of that tax rate. Uh, I never would have thought that was likely or possible, mm-hmm. but um, I think there's a decent chance that more operators get admitted and that the tax rate is brought down to something closer to Pennsylvania's at some point. I can tell you what what's happening here. I mean, being in New Jersey, I get the New Jersey, I got the uh, New York, and I got the uh, Pennsylvania television stations. And I can tell you every pregame show, whether it be college or pro, is sponsored by a uh, sports book. <laughs> they have uh, they have the uh, in game bets and the lines, and and also they I also have the normal pregame interviews and things like that mixed in with betting. Do you think we're going to see that in other states as sports betting expands? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Uh, I think I think we're going to see everything. I mean, New Jersey kind of gets everything first, and it's because it's mm-hmm. by far the most mature market, and, uh, and it's done really well. I mean, I think that if other states were smart, they would look at New Jersey and look at, you know, even things like the low tax rate, which I know that you know, states like Pennsylvania, maybe the legislature and governor guffaw at that because they've got so much more state revenue coming in. But is their industry really as healthy? Like, are the other measures that matter, you know, the number of people employed and stuff like that, is it is it as robust? I would say almost certainly no. Um, maybe they don't care about that. They only care about, you know, paying down their state deficits or, or whatever. But, um, you know, I think, I think uh, you know, New Jersey is a really fine example of what happens when uh, the government and industry uh, take a collaborative approach as opposed to a, uh, an adversarial one, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I really hope that that happens in more states as we see more legislative rollouts. Uh, I, really hope that, I really hope that more states decide that they want to be in it as partners with business and not just trying to extract as much money from it in the short term as possible because uh like you said you just you get a lot of really positive product innovations when that happens 
Well, you know, prior to New York's mobile launch here in New Jersey, everyone was terrified what it would mean for the New Jersey sports betting market. I mean, what has been shocking to a lot of people is that consistently New York and New Jersey have been one and two every month in sports betting handle. Does that speak to how big and how important the sports betting industry it is itself? I mean, not to say anything about the New Jersey market, the New York market, just the general sports betting industry itself, that these two states that are next to each other has been one and two. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's all about the New, New York metro area, yeah. right? For the most part, I, New Jersey obviously has a lot of Philly as well, um, but it really is all about that New York metropolitan area, which is just a huge population center, as, as everybody knows. And uh, I was always very skeptical of the claims that New Jersey was going to have some major drop-off. They were terrified when, uh, here. <laughs> yeah, I, so my, my theory on it was always that, um, yes, I understood that it was something like 20% of the uh, of the customers were had New York addresses or something like that. But I think there are a lot of people who have New York addresses or who live in New York but spend a lot of time in New Jersey. And I guess the part I was skeptical of was that, like, they were actually specifically crossing over just to gamble on their phones mm-hmm. all the time. Um, you know, I'm sure there were some people who did that. Maybe they live, like, right, you know, near the subway. And can, shoot. Uh, can take a quick... Uh, can take a quick train into New Jersey or whatever, but I think for the most part, it was probably people who just go to New Jersey regularly anyway and uh, and gamble while there. So, um, you know, that part probably didn't stop. And then uh, I think in terms of just that there's so many more operators available in New Jersey that there are so many other products, the online casino, the poker, other things that people like to do that, um, you know, New Jersey, for for the foreseeable future, is going to have a very major place in this industry. They've just done so many things that make that make it a, a state where people are going to want to gamble online. Whereas I think in states like Pennsylvania, New York, um, they might be getting more tax revenue. They clearly are, but in terms of industry growth overall, I think New Jersey will will stay ahead of both, certainly on a per capita basis. You know, what's great about talking with the writers from Better Collective and U.S. Bets and Sports Handle is that we get a bird's eye view of the gaming market and the, and the gaming industry. You know, people like Chris Altruda in Illinois, Jill Dorson in California, Greg Warren in Canada, and of course, you're familiar with every market around. Now, it's been over six months since the mobile launch in New York. What did that launch mean for the sports betting industry in general? I think it was just, it was all about... Um, kind of a, making a statement almost on a national level that uh, this industry is is now part of mainstream culture, that it's a mainstream industry, that it's no longer got, you know, any kind of shady associations that, you know, people might think of sports betting as being mafia related or, or other kinds of organized crime related or, um, you know, certainly more recently the offshore online industry, which still exists, but, you know, does not serve the legal U.S. market states uh, or, you know, is, is getting weeded out of them. Um, so, you know, up until this happened, the way people gambled online in, in New York was still to go to offshore sites, you know, to put their money in illegal sites because New York didn't want to regulate it. And, uh, and I think uh, at this point, it was kind of in, in some ways like a death blow. I, a lot of people have predicted death blows to, uh, to the offshores. But I think the slow death has has already begun and is well underway, and they've got to understand now with 
with New York uh, kind of off the board for them. You know, it's only a matter of time before California goes off the board. Maybe it'll be five more years, but it's certainly not going to be, you know, something that they can count on uh, for the foreseeable future. And, you know, Texas one day will do what they're going to do. And, you know, you might have a few U.S. states left. You know, maybe all the people in Utah will still be using <laughs> offshores. But, um you know, or Hawaii, there, there are a couple of states that are very unlikely. But I think New York, New York was a statement that, you know, all places are on the table now that, you know, California, the white whale is definitely on the table. Um, that, you know, while states may all pursue different paths, that it is likely and probably inevitable that almost all U.S. states will have this product eventually it might be in the form of what Oregon and New Hampshire have done with a single provider or you know what Florida was trying to do before they got tied up in court um, it might be in the form of what New Jersey has done with a, a very kind of open approach uh, that's tied to land-based it might be in the form of what New York has done with a limited number of operators and a high tax rate uh, there are lots of different ways to do it but it just seems very unlikely uh, and and even more so after New York that uh, you know, any state other than the handful like Utah and Hawaii that, you know, just have really strong uh, cultural and ideological differences with gambling. Um, the outside of states like that, it just seems very unlikely that anyone's going to stay out of this game for much longer. Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga returns this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga is the premier national forum for industry decision makers, advocates, and patrons to discuss and analyze gaming trends in all sectors of the industry. Over 50 experts on more than a dozen panels all meeting for three days to examine the critical issues facing the gaming industry and share their ideas and insights. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com to reserve your seat. And be sure and check out the website for full agenda and conference speaker list. The Racing and Gaming Conference at Saratoga this August 15th through the 17th at the Saratoga Hilton in Saratoga Springs, New York. Register today at RacingAndGamingSaratoga.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com.
Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com and Better Collective. You know, one market that's been in the news and is close to launching is Ohio. I mean, they got great pro and college football fans, great basketball fans, they're huge baseball fans, and the Columbus Blue Jackets just signed the best player in the NHL. It seems they have the makings of a really incredible sports betting market. What do you think we can expect from Ohio when they launch their sports betting industry? I think it's going to be a great market. I'm really excited for it. Um, I've been hoping for a long time that they would do this because uh, I, I thought, you know, it's one of the one of the handful of remaining major states that mm-hmm. didn't yet have it, other than the uh, you know California and Texas and those ones that we discussed before. Um, so Ohio seemed like a very clear target. Georgia, where I live, is is another one that I'd love to see happen soon, and North Carolina. But um, yeah, it's got it's got several pro sports teams. Obviously, Ohio State is uh, yeah. one of the uh, biggest college sports universities in the country. Um, and, uh, you know, tons and tons of sports fans in Ohio and it's a big population state. Uh, I know it's in the top 10, it's been in the top five at times in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a very, very major market and, uh, it's, it seems like it's going to be well regulated, although they have, uh, certainly taken their sweet time getting it live, <laughs> but, um, looks like it's going to be around January 1st. And I saw that among others that fanatics is, is coming to play and, yep. Obviously, BetMGM and all those guys, the big ones. And uh, it seems like it's going to be very competitive, uh, robust, and we're really excited about it. We've got a site, ohbets.com, mm-hmm. that reports exclusively on this market. We we hired a wonderful reporter, Don Emmons, yep. from uh, from Toledo. You may have met him at the conference yep, as well. Yep. Um, but he's been just terrific covering this market. Um, a lot of experience in the traditional newspaper space and based up there in Toledo. So 
he's got a he's got his feet on the ground right around uh, Michigan there as well, and and knows what's going on. And uh, we're we're uh, we're really ready for it. We're excited to to push ahead in that state. Are you a little surprised that it's January first? I, I would think they would move heaven and earth for it to start before the football season you know, with Ohio state and they have two great football pro football teams. Are you hearing anything that it could possibly be moved up or is January 1st pretty firm? Have you heard? I think it's pretty firm as far as I know. I think um, we in the industry who know this space so well and get so excited about it all kind of overestimate how much like regulators actually care. Like, if they make it in time for football season or whatever, um, you know, they might care in some places where they're really like tied closely to the industry, but Ohio is trying to get it right. And it's hard to fault them for that. Um, you know, there've been launches that have gone different ways in different States. I remember Tennessee wanted to be live by the Super Bowl in early 21. And instead they weren't live until, uh, you know, the middle of the next football season. I think they launched November 1st of, of, uh, I'm sorry, not not 21, 2020. Um, but yeah, I think they launched it like around the very end of that year, and they were hoping to be on by the Super Bowl. Uh, sometimes, you know, things get delayed and move slower for various reasons. Uh, Michigan and Virginia both launched in January. They were like kind of late in the NFL playoffs, kind of right before the low season, but in time for the Super Bowl at least when they came on. Um, you know, you just see this done different ways by different states and. Uh, I, th- I think the bottom line, the most important thing by far, is to get it right. Much more so than to be on by a certain time. So I'm glad they're they're trying to do it the right way and have a smooth launch. We're running a little shorter on time, but I want to ask you your thoughts on California. They they have two referendum questions on the November ballot. Do you think sports betting is in the foreseeable future for California? Yes, I do. Um, I, I think. Uh, I talked about this a bit on our own podcast, Gamble On, uh, on usbets.com. Uh, we we uh, had our 200th ever episode, and oh, I was on with Dan Bach, who I believe has been on your show yep, before yep. as well. And we had a little chit-chat, and, and one of the things we did was predict uh, which which year we think each of the uh, remaining big <laughs> big states, the top three, I guess, Florida, Texas, and, and New York, that we'd actually see more illegal sports betting. I say more because, you know, for like a couple days in Florida, it happened uh, long enough for Calvin Ridley to uh, lose his entire salary for an <laughs> NFL season. But, you know, not much, not much beyond that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, California uh, – strangely could be the first of those three states to be on. I mean, it depends on how Florida's court case goes. It's, it's really um, complicated with the tribal compacts and all that stuff. Uh, I definitely think California is on pace to get it done. Uh, It's been a a historically incredibly complicated place Mm -hmm. to uh, pass any kind of online gaming legislation. Uh, Poker was the big thing for years. They were trying to get online poker passed for a bunch of years in the mid-2010s, and it actually came really, really close in one year. I think it was 2016, if I recall correctly, Mm -hmm. that it came incredibly close. It had the support it needed. It was, you know, ready to sail through committee and all that. And then at the last minute, there was some kind of scandal about, I mean, it had nothing to do with online poker. It was just uh, like an op-ed got published about one of the sponsors of the bill or something. And all of a sudden it got pulled. Um, Seemed pretty shady, the whole thing. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, this is what happens in politics. The tribe's 
the tribes don't want something, they're just like other political actors. They're going to dig up dirt on you and try to, you know, try to put a lot of pressure on legislatures to uh, to do what they want. So, um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in a state like that. There are so many interested parties. And uh, you remember this, Dave, like they were actually like the, the California card rooms were going to pay off yeah. the racetrack $60 million yeah. a year just for them to get out of the way politically and let online poker happen. I mean, if they were willing to pay that much per year for online poker, imagine like the money that's going to be flowing from entity to entity to grease the wheels on sports betting. So one, one way or another, this is going to happen. Well, let me ask you something when, or if California gets sports betting, will that be bigger than even the New York launch? Will California's numbers blow away New York's numbers? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's the state is what about twice the size Huge, in terms yeah. of population of New York. Uh, I think it's approximately twice the size, maybe even more than that. I think it's about forty million people. Um, their economy is like the size of Europe's economy. I think, like yeah. the whole continent. So, um, yeah, of course, no California is going to just blow New York out of the water. It might not happen in month one, mm-hmm. but it'll happen pretty quickly. And the marketing blitz is going to be absolutely insane there. And uh, the uh, the gold rush on like the affiliate media side and all that. I mean, it, it will be a sight to behold. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, don't don't underestimate how crazy it's going to be out there. That state is like no other in this country. New York's a special state, but California is on another level in terms of the uh, the potential for a sports betting market. Adam, we're running out of time, but can you give out some of the websites for a better collective so people can read the articles and keep up with what's going on in the gambling world? Absolutely, yeah. And thanks again for having me on and for letting me give a quick plug. I always appreciate it. Um, So the main site that in my network that we provide news on is sportshandle.com. That's sports with an S, handle.com. And we also run usbets.com. Those are our two big national sites. And then we've got some local sites like njonlinegambling.com, penbets.com in Pennsylvania, mibets, mibets.com in Michigan, and so on. Um, We've got a number of those. Uh, We've also got a New York site, nyonlinegambling.com. And then the broader Better Collective Universe, we've got uh, Vegas Insider. We've got the Action Network. We've got Roto Grinders which is a daily fantasy sports community. So we've got quite a number of properties and, uh, and yeah, we would love for, for your listeners to come and come and engage with us one way or the other. Adam small from better collective. Thanks so much for coming on and giving us an update about what's going on in the gambling world. Always great to talk to you. And it was great seeing you at the SBC summit, North America, by the way, better collective always has the best booth at the SBC summit. So anytime better collective (laughs) is at a conference, go check them out. It's a great time. Adam, thanks for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time on the radio with House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.